This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is Amir. And this is also Amir. And you are listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Life from the perspective of a gay South Asian married couple. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to this very special You Don't Love Me Boys podcast episode. Today, we not only have with us my husband, but we have a published author in the room. I am so incredibly (laughs) excited. This individual has just released their debut book, which is now available online all over the world called Can I Escape My Mind by... Oh... Oh, wait, it's by Amir Dean Hassan. My husband's name is Amir Dean Hassan. Is my husband a published author now? I think so. <gasps> Finally. Oh my God. Girl, it's about time, honey. <laughs> it is about time. Yes, so this is a very special episode uh, where I am actually interviewing my husband for the very first time. Oh, this is so weird. It's so weird. No, I think it's wonderful. I actually love interviewing people. Yeah, I know. Um, Me too. Like, mm. no, <laughs> no, I do, I do. I love interviewing people that I like. Well, you in- you like interviewing people when you can get a word in edgeways because we both know what I'm like. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Sometimes the interviewed person, interviewed person, interviewee. Is that right? No, whatever it is. Yeah, sometimes the other person can't get a word in edgeways. I'm like, yeah, I know you're here to be interviewed, but I'm going to tell you about my feelings <laughs> and my trauma. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I'm like, I want to listen to them. Yeah. they're being interviewed. It's difficult to listen to other people. So let's see how I get on today. Yes. So my husband, everybody, welcome to the podcast. My husband, not only is my husband and fellow podcaster, he's also a published author and I am incredibly excited. And can I just say how proud I am uh, of you? Gross. I'm so, no. <laughs> We talked about this. Stop deflecting. <laughs> when I'm up in drag and somebody says I'm beautiful, do I say no? Gross. I say, yes, I'm pretty. Thank you. So I'm going to say it again. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> He's sticking his tongue out and rolling uh, his eyes. lies? No evidence of this. I am very proud of you, babe. <laughs> Stop, Stop making, lying. Stop making faces. I think you're lying. Well done. How does it feel having a published book? I don't know. It feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's a long time coming. It's about time. Do you know what I mean? Like I am, but also, you know, the time is right. 
um, for it to come out because it had to come together right for me wanting to set it out there into the world. Okay, well, before we get into that, I'm going to read the blurb so that people can have a little bit of an idea as to what the book is about. It's, uh, It says, Join Amir on his journey through poems and musings as he takes you from trauma to triumph. He faces the anguish and pain of his upbringing and the impact his sexuality and race has had on him. Amir t- also takes us on to a point of healing, enlightenment and spirituality, which ultimately leads to his happiness and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, really interesting and, and very unique. So that tells me that there's going to be quite a variety in terms of the contents of this um book of poems go on tell us tell us about the book what is the book about oh honey when you talk about variety it's so true so this has definitely been years in the making Mm -hmm. so like do you know these were hundreds and hundreds of poems and words that i've narrowed down hundreds yeah over years wow to to get it right um originally it it wasn't going to be about me escaping my mind and healing and getting better Mm -hmm. it was just going to be of anguish and hurt and pain and never escaping that darkness you know Mm. and then i think you know through lockdown and through the last year or so especially Mm -hmm. you know last year um so perhaps after lockdown i i really last two years let's let's say when i started therapy Mm. i I really you know hit a rock bottom started therapy really became connected to spirituality i started listening to great podcasts reading the right you know self-help help help books essentially Mm -hmm. um getting into a daily routine to keep all those voices at bay Mm. you know those voices Mm. (laughs) and um daily practices to keep myself in alignment with my goals and what i want in this life and how i want to be as a person you know i worked really hard on evolving and i'm going to continue working hard on evolving because i do believe we continue to die a thousand deaths and be reborn again and again and again Mm -hmm. into a newer better version of ourselves that life kind of demands or needs at the time so um I don't know what your original question was, but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> so it, it moved, and, and that's what this is about. It's to really show people that, um, you know, me, the, the essence of who I was. So you're and putting who yourself I am. out there. Pardon? You're putting yourself... It's a, the book has a little bit of you in it. Oh, all me. All not, 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 not a little bit. Mm. It's, it's not a little bit. It is literally my heart and soul on the, those pages. So it, do you think people can get a bit of an insight into your mind by reading these oh, series one, of poems? 100%. You will get a, a real insight into where I've been, um, the dark places that my mind has taken me, the dark places life has taken me, or that I allowed life to take me. And as you maneuver through you'll even see moments you know if you're smart enough wish you are <laughs> mm-hmm. you'll see moments where i almost got there yeah and it's like oh yeah i'm getting a little bit happier you know overall i'm getting better and then i'm trapped back into the the darkness and the dark pit and you'll notice that structurally as well um as you mm. maneuver through the poems and then as we move through you know the sections of the poems and you kind of get to Towards the end, um, also, you know, you go the, the, the sections like entitled DME, which moves through, and then lineage, and then free mind, mm. really shows you where my mind, myself, have gone over the last year, for mm. sure. And, you know, what's really interesting, you know, if I sit back and look at it and not think about it being me, I'm like, wow, this person has, like, managed to overcome, like, real rock bottom. Right. You know? 
to um, have more spiritual freedom and happiness. And I really hope people reading it, and you know, if they are in tough places, they they keep the self belief, hope, and and you know, bring those daily practices in for them to heal. Mm. You know, heal from trauma. You know, particularly if you have any similar intersectionalities as me. Mm. You know, you might be able to connect with some of the words on the page. You know. Um, and even if you don't, everyone experiences adversity in their own way, mm. don't they? You know, we can't forget that. Mm. And you might be able to feel um, connected to it, even if it's a few poems and think, oh my God, yeah, I did feel like that. And maybe you can, maybe it'll help you heal. Maybe it'll help you get out of it. Maybe you just want to get a pen out and GCSE poetry all over it. <laughs> Who knows? Coming to a school near you. So tell me about the title. Why can I escape my mind? What inspired you to come up with that title? And did you? I'm going to turn into Chanel from Drag Race now. <laughs> yes, or did you have any other title in man, mind? Oh. Or were you going to have titles? <laughs> were you not going to have a title at all? Or was there going to be no book? Or did you have a book? First of all, <laughs> we us two are obsessed with Chanel. Chanel, like she's probably one of our faves now. I feel Chanel, uh, since no. day one. She, we are obsessed with Chanel. Chanel, season one. if you're listening, please come on the podcast. We would absolutely oh love to have you. Should we reach out to her? Yeah, why oh not? Oh my god, yeah, that'd be so much fun. Yeah, she's a colleague practically. I'm at obsessed this, at this with her. Point. Yeah, I love Chanel. But no, seriously, what inspired you to come up with the title? Can I escape my mind? So, um, this wasn't the original title, by the way. Oh, okay. It went through many phases. <laughs> very me, isn't it? What were, what no, was in the running? Like listen, death. Yeah, very that. So, vomit. So it was, it was. Do you remember? <laughs> Why vomit? <laughs> I, well, I don't know. Vomit. Well, you, this is the guy who used to listen to a song saying, "I'm sick. I'm sick. Take me to the hospital." Yeah, that's a bit fun though. So there you go. Um, so like, um, not vomit, but like, it was very like Bring Me the Horizon chord lyrics. Like the sadness will never end. Okay. Very that vibe, or you know, just. Just really dark shit. Okay. Basically. And, you know, as I kept writing, I kept changing the title and also, do you know all like the little headings inside? Uh-huh. If you open it up, you can see all the little headings. Oh, a little bit of book here, some you know, for you. Obscurity. <laughs> Pages. There we go. Wolf and Melican, Collie, um, Torture, Unwavering Soul. You know, you keep going, My Fate, Embers, DME, mm-hmm. Lineage Remind. They were all different as well. How amazing. Yeah, all like Bring Me The Horizon titles, band titles. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, it was giving very teenage me. Mm. And, you know, especially when I came to the sort of the end of last year, beginning of this year, those titles kept changing and the book kept changing. And I was sitting there, I was like, what is this essentially about? You know, and I kept changing the structure of it and structuring things. And what is this about? And I'm like, oh, trapped in my mind. I'm trapped in my mind, but I'm like, but I'm not trapped in my mind anymore. Or I'm continuously actively working to not be trapped in my mind. Mm. You know, or it's about what the world has done. No, the world is the world. It's how you react to what is done. Mm. Interesting, that isn't it? That is really, really interesting. Mm. Um, so I just landed on can I escape? And I was like, can I escape my mind? Am I able to escape my mind? You know, when I wrote the free mind section, am I able to? I'm like, do you even need to escape your uh, yeah. mind? And then I was like, wow, that's a really good title. Mm. It just, it just fit. Can I escape my mind? It just fit perfectly. I have to say it does resonate with me. And, and I think it probably will resonate with a lot of people because oftentimes when people come from a traumatic background, they, they think this, you know, uh, you want to escape an uncomfortable situation. So naturally you'd want to escape your mind if you feel trapped in your mind but the reality is that it's more to do with sort of healing your mind because 
it's where you live, really. One hundred percent. You are all, your mind will always be with you, right? Mm. So you can be in through so many situations, whether it's a, a toxic upbringing, whether it's you know societal homophobia, racism, or whatever it is, or even you know abuse growing up, whether it's physical or emotional, that's had an impact on your life and how you view yourself. Mm. Those are the things that happen, mm. right? Mm. That's not who you are. Yes, and those things happen. But then you have to decide whether or not you're going to allow that to impact the rest of your life mm-hmm. or whether or not you're going to work really hard, which is hard. We both know that. Yeah, whether yeah, or yeah. not you're going to work really hard to put in not just long term things like therapy and writing stuff, but like daily practices mm. every day to ensure you can escape your mind. You know, I've spoke before and I'm like, and this is me breaking down my ego further. I'm like, yeah, you know, everyone has... Um, the inner sabotage voice says, do I really have one? And I'm like, mama, the reason why yours is that bear is because I do a lot. Yeah, <laughs> You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do a lot. And, you know, people say to me, you're so motivated. You're so on it. And I'm like, I hope people that say those things read this mm. and know maybe I came from the same place you do. Mm. Maybe I have to do all these crazy daily practices to keep everything at bay. Do you know what I mean? Imagine not being not having to. <laughs> so you're it's sort of humanizing you in a way because you're like these Yo, yeah. these thoughts really do run through my mind and or they at least they did and they can come back and you know this they is can where come I'm back. at. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds really really interesting. Actually, that sounds very very interesting. Oh, really? But I, I wanted to pause on talking about the book per se, and I want to ask you: How does it feel like we still? I feel like we still haven't talked about that. How does it feel like being a published author? Because I know this is something that you've wanted to do, and it definitely is one thing that you've managed to take off the uh, your bucket list. How does it feel like being a published author, and what has the response been like so far? So, I'm going to answer your second question first. Okay. Okay. And then we'll get into it. Okay. So I think this is going well, by the way. I think you're doing a really good job. I'm a very good interview. And I feel like I'm doing a really good job answering the questions. Well. The answers are quite easy to me, which is really weird. Well, you, (laughs) you know, when we listen back to our podcast, I always find I talk like this and the voice goes quiet. And you keep the energy up, but then also like you're able to make your point really well, quite succinctly. In my opinion, anyway. Whereas I tend to rattle on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I do have moments of excitement with pop culture, I'll rattle on. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> if I try to rein you in, I can't because no, then you'll done. glare at me and go, why yeah, are you interrupting interview me? Done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, yeah, your second question was, so what's the reaction been like? Really, really good. How does it feel? How I'm, does I'm, it I'm going to answer that. Oh, you're going to do it second. Okay. Because that might be a longer answer. Okay, okay, go So on. the reaction has been really positive. It's so strange. I literally just got a message in from someone saying, um, I'm reading this um, throughout my breaks throughout the day and I can relate to so much of it. Wow. And I'm like, oh, wow. That's insane. That's crazy. And, you know, you know, my friends and people who love me have bought it, which is great. Um, I'd love to hear more about what they think of it. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I'm afraid of as well because I'm putting my heart and vulnerability out there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think I'm pushing through the terrifying notion and I'm getting better at that. Uh-huh. Um, that part of it. But yeah, the reaction's been really good. I'm surprised. I'm getting messages from people that are like, I bought this, I bought this. I'm like, I don't know who you are, but thank you so much, you know? Mm. And stuff like your content has, you know, kept me going over this last year mm-hmm. and things such as that. I'm like, that's so amazing to hear, you know? I don't want it to be an egotistical thing and be like, I'm just so amazing. No, it's not that. It's amazing to hear that when I put my words out there, and my words are for me, 
Uh-huh. Right? And it's what I'm going through. It's amazing that someone else can connect with it. It resonates with yeah, people. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it's incredible that someone else can resonate with it. it, it it's just brilliant. And my intention is so pure with when I put stuff out there. So that that is great. And I'm happy for that person mm. that they're able to feel seen, mm. you know, because I know what it feels like to feel seen. Mm. I'm not like, yes, I'm happy for me, pat on the back. I'm not, I'm really happy for the other person. Amazing. Well, hold that thought when we're just going to take a little break. When we come back, I want to know as to how does it feel like having your very bone book out. We're going to take a short break, guys, and we will be back right after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are brown. I'm here with the published author. I always get scared when you say that. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, she's about to get cancelled. I'm brown. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, but yes, we are back here with my gorgeous husband and published author and poet the author of the incredible book called Can I Escape My Mind? We are talking a little bit about the poems in it, what the structure is, the inspirations. But right now, I want to know, how does it feel like having your own book? Honestly? Yes. This is the truth. Yes. Right now, I, you know, speaking with you and doing this little interview situation on mm. our podcast, I'm mm. feeling a little bit better about it. Oh, okay. And I know that's a really strange thing to say. You know, I didn't have an expectation how how it would feel like, oh my God, I'm on top of the world. Because I, I don't want to have that expectation because, you know, uh, having a high uh, inevitably leads to a crash. <laughs> You're talking to a drag queen yeah, who no, does shows. Okay. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Having a high will always inevitably lead in a crash. So even when I'm, you know, having a really happy situation, I do want to be on a level where there's no crash. And I've, mm, I've, I've okay. really worked on that, you know, this year. Yes. And um, it served me really, really well. Mm. Um, honey, trust me and believe. So, um, yeah, there's that. But if I'm honest with you, yeah, it, it felt correct doing it, but it also kind of felt a bit um, bittersweet as well. Right. Because, you know, um, you know, as people know, you know, we don't have our biological family in our lives, blah, 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 whether we're doing nice or not. Mm -hmm. It's still when you, when you hit kind of uh, an achievement or a milestone, mm -hmm. um, or something that's, you know, that you've really wanted to do. And just, it, I don't know if you feel like this as well. It, it it kind of swings you back as a reminder. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of like what, um, the lack you have. What could have been you know, potentially and as well. what could have been. And I don't look at other people and be like, well, they have this and they have that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm speaking about myself because I, I don't need to do that, you know? Yeah, uh, I think I, the challenge can be when um, 
a relationship severs at a certain point in your life and they may have moved on with their lives, but they might see you the same way um, at, at the point that you were no longer part of their life. And then vice versa, it can happen the same as well. And so then it's you don't know where the line is as to whether something could have been, whether it's a false narrative you're creating. But the point is somebody who you had a relationship with mm-hmm. is no longer part of your life. And that can be tough, 100%. And it can, it can be bittersweet. Um, how do you keep that joy still alive, though, despite that? Oh, honey. Or is there a poem in here somewhere that would be able to... Um, uh, <laughs> Mama, I ain't reading them. Help. I want you to read a poem. No. You People can to. buy it. <laughs> well, do you want to give them a... Maybe maybe in a future episode. What's your favorite poem? Oh, oh, that's a tough question. Mm. That's a really, really tough question. And any particular one that sticks out to you. One that sticks out to me, can I tell you? Go on. Is Flatline. Oh, really? Flatline, yes. Why is that? Do you know, you can read it if you want. Because you I feel like I know the time in your life when you wrote this. Do you know, do you know read I can read Flatline. Shall I read the whole poem? Go it's, on, go on then. It's the last stanza, is it? Stanza. It's look, the last. Look what you're reading. This part is my favourite. Oh, yeah, you can read, you want to read just the last part? No, I'll read the full poem. Okay, what section does it come from to the children then? So this poem, Flatline comes from a particular section that is called Unwavering Soul. Okay. Mm. So, the poem is called Flatline, and it goes a little something like this. I'm slipping away from this life, a life I never truly entered. My lips tremble and my blood runs cold. What have I done? What have I become? I wish I could say a shadow of my former self, but that doesn't even come close. There was no former self, and I know that now. I wish I could say I'm out of control, but that doesn't even come close. I collapse, I clutch my chest, I feel my heart, I finally feel my heart flatline. I absolutely love the last bit. That's so powerful, but it's such a juxtaposition. It's such an oxymoron because to feel alive, you're dead kind of thing or like you have to die to feel alive do you know what i mean oh my god that was quite that was pretty good you know it was good isn't it (laughs) who is she honestly that last bit i'm like oh my god it's really really good because some good techniques were used there (laughs) honey well don't forget us adults as well so is this book aimed at children no no it's for everyone it's for absolute well not five-year-olds of course yes you know yeah yeah. there's no coloring in (laughs) coloring teenagers adults anyone that is interested just interested in it Amazing. Um, why do you like that poem? Um, I, I just love the intensity of it. I'm somebody... Uh, oh, yeah. we, we discovered this about uh, each other early on in our relationship, whereby we realized that we are equally dark and intense, but in just different ways. Yeah. So, like, you like your rock music, but then I will like really old harrowing ghazals, yeah. which are equally as deep and yeah. you know painful so i i just love the intensity but then we're able of it. to see the light in it as well yes absolutely well yeah because it's yeah. decked it was both are decked in music do you mm. know what i mean um but yeah i i just like it i like the darkness of it um i like the intensity of it i like how personal it is um and, and you yeah like, how relatable it is you're like oh where did that come where, when do you think that come from in my life okay <laughs> keep, that, keep that secret um what's your favorite um, or any that stand out to you? 
Ooh. Uh, I do love Owl Power. Ooh, what That's page at the is end this? of um lineage. Um 105. But you know what? I'm I'm really, really it's gonna change all the time. Tell us what that I really like. About. No, I, I really like magic. 114. Okay, magic, really, magic. Okay. Like it's like right at the end. Magic. Okay. What what is it about this poem that you like? This poem really epitomizes um, that coming through everything and being so grateful for everything I have in my life and where I've managed to push my life and my happiness. And I'm kind of like. It's that everyday moment I sit there and I have my gratitude moment and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm Mm. here. I'm alive. This is the life that I prayed for myself from the rubble I came from. Mm. How and earth do i have this piece mm. you know yeah how do i have this in my life how do i have how have i managed to find my rhythm in this world you know yeah that's why i love that one it's like oh my god you did it i mean if you like look at the some of the earlier poems you know if i showed you some of these earlier poems and then i showed you that one mm. it's it's honestly it's like it's two different people writing night and day it's two different people Yes. You you wouldn't you'd be like that cannot be the same person. That yeah. that's what I feel like. And that's me looking at it objectively, sitting back and putting my studying um teacher hat on. <laughs> um and I think that's quite magical, um, in a way, because it shows that we do die a thousand deaths and it does show that we do change. So, you know, anytime someone says to you, Well, you've changed or blah blah blah, well, yeah, mama, I have. I've evolved. Mm. And I want to evolve into a better person and maybe that better person doesn't align with you anymore mm. or my past life. And that's fine. It's okay not to align with that. You can put that to bed and you can progress and move on, honey. Hey, I've got another question. Seeing as we are talking about school and we're talking about kids and stuff. Um, I've noticed, well, in fact, I can't find a single poem in here that rhymes. And I stopped <laughs> reading a lot of poetry after it. <laughs> stopped rhyming in life like they like like as in like when i was a kid i was you know if somebody told me to write a poem it would consist of cat mat sat flat do you know what i mean yes and this is obviously very different this is a lot more grown up since then so what is with that why do the poems not rhyme i feel like there might be some rhyming bits somewhere and what is it that um inspired you to have this type of structure in terms of in terms of the poems as well let's get technical oh, let's get up in the game okay so with the non-rhyme first of all poem, i mean first of all poems don't have to rhyme this is like a a, a thing is that, it like a fashion like it, we, we are told poems have to rhyme and i'm like mama what i've studied this and it's right. like no it doesn't it doesn't have to rhyme it's really great for kids for rhyming it really helps um, language development right um so i'm like wonder if that's got something to do with it but poems don't have to rhyme and the reason why I'm not the biggest on rhyming, as you know. You know, I, mm. I, I will use it if necessary. But And I'm going to challenge myself in future anthologies, honey, mm-hmm. to maybe use more language techniques like, such as rhyming and rhyming couplets and things such as that. However, life doesn't rhyme. Life does not rhyme. Okay. Life doesn't have a, a rhyme. It has a rhythm that you create. It doesn't have a rhyme. So I've created rhythms in these poems. Okay. More so. So like some of the structures of these poems like hit a beat in the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And you, once you start reading through it and stuff, you'll notice that some of them, like the, the rhythm of the poem 
goes absolutely crazy and insane. Yes. Some of them, the rhythm of the poem is like loads of short sentences together and it's a pace. Uh-huh. So my focus was more on rhythm and pace mm-hmm. as opposed to rhyme because I just think life has rhythm and pace. Life doesn't necessarily have a rhyme. How amazing. Uh, trust a poet to give a poetic answer to such a question. <laughs> oh, I'm falling in love with you all over oh, again gross. through this interview. How amazing. Speaking of love, I want to share something with the audience that um, what is it? we may edit out, which is fine. But do you recall in 2000? No, we're not doing this. <laughs> See, us two are, I knew it. Us two are so connected that we just know what's going to happen and what we're thinking. Delete, that's not happening. But I have it here. Yeah, great. I wrote you a poem a long time ago. Yeah. You've still got it. Okay? Of course I have. And you're not reading it out. Of course I'm not going to read it Thank out. Thank you. But yeah, you wrote me a poem. But what I've realized is I've got a screenshot of it and there was a poem before that as well. So you've been writing for ages, haven't you? Yeah, since I was a teenager. Since you were a teenager. Like, and th- you used to write angsty. lyrics for songs as well, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, those were angsty times. Angsty times. Yeah, I, I was full on in my emo era. <laughs> so who are your inspirations when it comes to not just poetry, but um, just the literary arts? Um, that's a really interesting question because I inspire myself. Um, mm-hmm. No, life inspires me. My own life inspires me. But when it comes to like um, structure and, and technique, I do love my war poets. You know, I do love Wilfred Owen. I do love Siegfried Sassoon. You know, Who I, said that again? Wilf, Wilfred Owen and Siegfried Sassoon. Siegfried Sassoon. Yeah, they're some oh, of my okay. favorite, favorite poet, poets. British poets? Poets, yeah. Oh, wow. So they're war, they're, they, you know, wrote during the war and um, just brilliant. They don't always follow the particular structures. Um, their poems mirror like war life, so that uncertainty mm. and there's homosexuality um, underneath all that as well. So yeah, they were, they were fantastic poems that I, 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 I studied and yeah, so I, I guess they're my inspirations, but honestly and this isn't, you know, to sound egotistical or arrogant or anything, like my inspiration just comes from the world around me. What's your favourite poem? My life. My life. Ooh. My favorite poem ever. What's your favorite poem? Yeah. There is one. I think you've mentioned it before. I love Dulcet Decorum S. There we go. But. Uh-huh. And you like it because of its structure. Yeah, the structure is brilliant. The language is brilliant. Everything's brilliant. Oh, what's your favorite poem? Uh, my favorite poem is by, uh, you know my favorite poem. It's by Fez Ahmed Fez. Um, which is a very fam- famous Pakistani poet. In fact, when we started this podcast, I actually recited it at the end of, I think, the first episode. Um, oh my God, did you? Yeah, yeah. Those were the days. It's called Mutse Pehli Si Mohabbat Mere Mehboob Namang, which means don't ask me about my first love, my beloved. And it's about the bittersweetness of life as to how you fall in love uh, or if it's somebody who's fallen in love again, it's bittersweet because... It's never the same as before. Wow! Or Did even if it's, that? or even if it's the Did same. You hear that? Or even if it's the same person, but you know they've gone through some sort oh. of trauma and they can't go back to how things were. It's kind of like the poems about the scars of life. Mm. Well, I would love you uh-huh. to. Um, once you get into the gig more, tell me what your favorite ones from here are. Why. Yes, you can even write all over it if you want to. I was Highlight thinking of it. doing Go for that. It. Have fun, knock yourself out. Yeah, but take your time. You know, for anyone out there, oh, maybe wanting we to can... buy it, pace yeah. yourself, feel it, take it in, drink it in. Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't we start a little? Um, should we do a poetry night? 
Okay. Or we can have like a little book club and we can talk and discuss about it and we can ask you questions. Or you could, we could like make, make it as part of a literary festival you, or something. Girl, she really wants to like push this narrative thing. It's not a narrative, there. it's a celebration. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But for now, I'm, I'm happy uh-huh. that the world has access to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, yeah, watch this space. Well, congratulations, Thank babe. So I am so, so proud of you for putting out this piece of work, putting out a little bit of your heart and yourself out there for oh. the world to share for the better. Um, what's next? I know you and what you're a Pringles can. When you pop, you can't stop. So do we have another book in the way and if so would it be poem would it be a poet a poetry book would it be an anthology god i'm turning into chanel again or will it be a novel or will it not be a novel what about war poetry what if you did war poetry do you know what i would i always say i'd love to write some kind of novel one day okay but i don't think i'm there Yes. Yeah, maybe short stories. I mean, novels take years. I know, I know. So, you know, I've always had ideas, been there, done that, scrapped things. Yes, I remember you mm-hmm. uh, You shared one with me, which, which was actually really good. Oh, thank you. And um, it wasn't a complete novel. It was like a chapter one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so um, I think I would love to do um, another anthology mm-hmm. um, with playing with poetic forms more. Okay. So maybe you get some rhyming in that. You know, um, maybe some more fun in that. Yeah. I would love to do other things that I don't want to mention right now. Okay. Because, you know, you've got to keep some things. Watch this space. But yeah, in time, um, I, I'm not I'm not rushed on this. This is kind of my a, a passion. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it's more of a passion than, you know, just putting a bit of a piece of me out there to live on forever, darling. Forever. Phenomenal. Well, well done. Thank you so, so Thank much. Thank you. For... Um, Agreeing to do this today <laughs> on my podcast, on our podcast. <laughs> no, but uh, but you know what I mean. It I can know. be. It can be. Um, a lot of artists are like this, where they don't. And I've believe it or not, even though I love talking about myself all the time, I do struggle with it myself now as well. Because it's like, tell us about yourself, and I'm like, Bleh. do you know what I mean? So well done, and thank, and thank you. you for sharing. Um, my last question to you. Oh no. You know how I like to make stuff about myself. Oh. Do you remember the time I wrote you a poem? Yeah. And you smiled and never talked about it again. <laughs> no. And I just remembered it rhymed. And that's probably <laughs> what put no, you off. No, no. It was cute. The intention was pure. But the poem was shy. No, it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Son, If you were a teacher and you were to grade it, what grade would you have given it when you were a teacher? We don't grade poems. But if you had to? No. Oh, wow. No, no. It was I, a, I need it back in my life again. I need the mark scheme. It was an instant fail then. No. no. <laughs> thank you so, so much, thank babe. You. And thank you to everyone who always supports us. Thank you for purchasing the book. If you would like to get your hands on this book, I am not joking when I say it is available worldwide on Amazon. If you're in America, you can purchase it even online at Barnes & Noble. There's other places as well that I need the, to get into the gig at. 100%. And in the Indian subcontinent, you can also purchase it on Flipkart. Thank you so so much for your support as well as a special shout out to the uh, publishers at Ink Feathers thank you so so much for doing such a fabulous job and thank you to the audience for your continued unwavering support we love you but you, you don't, don't love, love me. me goodbye I wrote you a poem thank you for listening to the You Don't Love Me podcast with Amir and Amir 
for all the latest happenings, you can follow us on Instagram at You Don't Love Me Boys. That is at You Don't Love Me Boys. <laughs>